508 of the Sleeper in the Bust. It is Sunday, November 26th. I'm your host, Paul Spore, and we have a guest episode for you today. Uh, talking with Steve Moyer and Greg Lumsden from Yakertech. Now, Jason and I got a chance to use the Yakertech technology out in the Arizona Fall League. It's basically the easiest way to put it is like a, uh, like a transportable um, pitch FX sort of thing, a TrackMan sort of thing, where you can get pitch data uh, you know, real time on an iPad that, or, or any sort of tablet. I guess it doesn't have to be an iPad. Um, and, and, and it was pretty dang cool. We got to throw a few pitches. You can see the spin. You can see, obviously, the velocity, all sorts of interesting data. And, you know, we were talking to Steve about it, and he said, you know, hey, we can come on, talk about it a little bit on the, on the show, and we figured, why not? So that's what we got for you today. Talk a little bit, just a, a little bit of time with, uh, with Steve and Greg. If it's something that you guys are interested in, you can go to yakertech.com or follow them on Yakerball. Uh, at Yakerball on Twitter. Uh, like I said, you know, this is something that if, if you're a coach or um, I really, all I can think of is like just a coach or maybe like a, um, like a trainer of some sort. Like if you, if you run camps or something, I could see it being a, a pretty valuable tool to kind of have there. Again, the portability of it is really what uh, pushes it to an interesting level that, uh, you, you know, the pitch FX and stat cast and, Trackman can't do. They have to be installed in the stadium. So, figure we'll talk with them for a little bit about it. Um, tomorrow, the twenty seventh, we're going to be having a normal pod with Eno talking baseball. Um, not a lot has gone on, you know. Shohei Otani's really holding things up. That doesn't mean we don't have stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about in the offseason, but in terms of moves, there just isn't a ton. I think I think something's breaking tonight about. Uh, Doug Fister signing, so maybe we'll do an hour and a half on that. You know, that's that's obviously a massive signing for the Rangers. <laughs> and then the uh, ooh, the Nationals not expected to resign Jason Worth. There's another hour and a half, so we're gonna have a three hour pod tomorrow just talking about those two things. But anyway, figure you all might want to hear about this technology. It's pretty cool, and it's definitely something that uh, that we could be seeing more and more of, especially at the lower levels. Um, you know, high schools, little leagues, colleges. I think it could give them a leg up. Obviously, they want to make an imprint in the majors as well, but it's pretty cool. So without further ado, here's my discussion with uh, with Jason, both of us talking to Steve Moyer and Greg Lumsden of Yakertech. All right, I'm joined now by Jason Collette, of course, uh, as well as both Greg Lumsden and Steve Moyer from Yakertech to talk a bit about their portable pitch tracking technology. Uh, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? All right. Good. Thank How you. are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, Jason and I had the had the uh, benefit of being able to try out the Yakertech technology. Before, but we both got to throw some pitches with it. Steve, I want to start with you. Uh, just give us a little bit of an overview of the product uh, that Yakertech is with the with the portable pitch tracking technology. Well, um, this is you know fairly new technology and a very hot technology right now with spin, spin axis, um, that kind of thing. It's it's kind of like the new horizon in, in pitching technology. Um, where our machine sets itself apart is technically it's a stereo imaging camera-based system, which other similar systems and current systems are radar-based, which has limitations. 
And the other thing um, about our system is it's portable. So, you know, it's not, uh, it, it's easy to set up and you can set it up anywhere you want in a bullpen, on a practice field, you know, at, at, at a half hour's notice, you can, ha- you can be getting these kind of new, uh, new metrics. On top of um, whereas, a parking garage, perhaps, too. <laughs> yeah, on top of a parking garage at a hotel. Yep, that's where we did it. Um, so you can see how easy it is to, to, to go to start with and set up. And, you know, this is very appealing. I mean, we're, our, our first market is, is major league teams, and they are finding it very appealing because, um, in, in great part, because of the portability. They can put it at their minor league facilities. They can take it to, to the Dominican. They can take it to Japan if they want to. Uh, they can work out, you know, young guys with this and get, get a handle on, uh, on, on what they're about without having, you know, I mean, let the, the gorilla in the room is Trackman. That's, that's who has the foot in the door right now. Mm-hmm. And Trackman is very static and very, um, you know, it has to be in the stadium and it's not something that, just anybody can set up it's there's a lot more uh, a lot more hoops to jump through to get it going sure greg uh you help you co-founded yacker tech with bill bales what was the impetus uh for you guys to get started paul bill and i both have uh, backgrounds in golf and uh what we found surprising was that if you look 15 years ago tiger woods and phil mickelson could both tell you their spin rate, launch angle, trajectory, et cetera, just like they know the names of the members of their family. We were so, I mean, and even today, if you walked up to a 17-year-old top player in high school, they could they could tell you all those same things. Uh, we just sort of found it surprising that that um, the accurate technology was not not available, you know, in baseball, not being used. Uh, and th- there are quite a few similarities, quite honestly, between what a pitcher does with a ball and what a professional golfer does in, in hitting a golf ball. So that was the impetus. We looked at soccer as well, but we chose baseball as the first uh, first foray, as the first sport. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Jason. Question I had, for, uh, you know, getting back to Steve's point, uh, talking about setup and all. As a guy who does a lot of business travel, this is something obviously it's rather portable that could, uh, let's say, scout wanted to take it out with them and do some work. Coaches wanted to bring. Talk about the, that added benefit of the system. Well, why do Greg, I you want f- this for me? Go well, ahead. I'll, go, I'll go first, and you can add to it, Jason. The uh, ultimately. We believe the value of the system is for a pitching coach and a young pitcher. Um, scouts uh, have a lot of limitations, but the system can clearly be used with them when they want to go out and and see someone for sure. Uh, and and talking to some of them, they they do have some challenges in in getting people to a place. And there are a lot of uh, NCAA rules and you know high school rules, et cetera, that they have to watch out for when they put someone on a system. So while I think it is uh, going to be used by scouts, I think the the true value is really with a pitching coach and a pitcher, whether they're at the college level, high school level, or the professional level, and allowing them to see exactly what's going on. And and obviously, as Steve pointed out, they can put the system anywhere, technically anywhere, and you know, and and, and get data. They can be indoors or outdoors, which is one of our advantages with the proprietary uh, 
software that we have that you know, our system can be both in an indoor training facility or you can pop it right outside and you can go in either direction, which our competitors uh, struggle with. And I will say, as, as a technology person by day, I was impressed with the software. And I can also vouch for its accuracy uh, because it accurately timed my blazing 59-mile-an-hour fastball <laughs> on top of that garage. So it, 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 was, it was pinpoint. Steve did a great job of setting it up for us. With that elite you're, spin, too. You're, you're, you're fine. You got Steve. I have to say, you probably, you, you, an hour. <laughs> you, probably, you probably threw the hardest out of anyone there, too. That was probably the top speed. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Suck it, Paul. I, no, no, no. I hadn't warmed up yet. Come on. I was I was just getting going and we had to catch our shuttle. You know I was about to pop 69 miles per hour. It was it was coming. Um, Steve, you, you mentioned how um, TrackMan and and uh, StatCast are kind of ingrained. They're, they're the ones right now. And obviously they have to be set up at a stadium. What are some of the market gaps that Yakker Tech fills. Obviously, the mobility is a piece, but what else uh, is there that that they kind of uh, can fill the gaps that those other systems don't have right now? Well, I will say I'll, I'll start with this one: um, the fact that radar cannot track rifle spin, which is a very hot topic right now. Um, what rifle spin is is um, you know there's, there's top spin, there's side spin, and then there's rifle spin or gyro spin. And what that is, is if you imagine like the barrel of a gun being being grooved so that the bullet, you know, turns as it goes out the barrel of the gun and goes straight, you know, it's to straighten the bullet so, it's, so it goes accurately. That's, that's kind of the last thing you want when you throw a fastball. Um, and gyrospin cannot, uh, gyrospin cannot be measured by radar. With our stereo imaging system, we get... Um, that gyro spin or rifle spin, which really um, completes the picture. And as well, I'll say this too, um, radar technology is such that um, it, it kind of takes like a, like a flash picture, you know, one, one shot of the ball on a plane, whereas ours has the, has the entire flight of the ball through the view that our two cameras are watching. So whereas um, radar systems uh, calculate um, spin rate and spin axis. Our system measures spin rate and spin axis. So, of course, you'd, you'd always rather have a measurement, you know, a precise measurement than a calculation. So no doubt. Um, that's what I'll say if Greg has anything to add. I would say that the, when, when, we, when we started the business, our objective was to be uh, and still is and will continue to be at the top of the of the food chain and producing quality. And by having a you know, dual camera system, as Steve mentioned, we're, we're, we're not only able to get more pictures, but we're able to get a higher quality of view you know, of the ball. I don't know whether Steve showed you the, the, the seam view, but you can actually pull up, click on our, our tablet, and you can see the actual pictures that the, that the system was taking of the ball and you can see the seams and then obviously we show you a full full view of the, of the seams you know on the tablet but the the ability to accurately get spin access and spin rate <clears throat> is where we uh, have really have the biggest advantage and the second advantage is that is that we can be indoors and outdoors and you can move it around now one of our competitors moves around quite well they're not as good indoor and outdoor so we're both indoor, outdoor, we're portable, 
and we have the highest quality data. A question, and this is either for uh, Steve or Greg. You know, one of the things that with the with the stuff that's out there already, one of the things that you know Paul and I have talked about in the past, and other people are there with us, is that that thirst for that data. And if we if we compare it to spring training, the Cactus League, it seems like there's data everywhere, and, and people can go look at it. Where you come over to the Grapefruit League, and it's only in spotty parts. It, it, part of your plan is there any part of your plan to uh, as the data sources start to grow to uh, make a, a publicly date uh, publicly available data plan or perhaps a subscription based uh, so for analysts uh, like like what we'd like to do is there a way for people to start looking at that data or is that just going to be something that stays uh, proprietary to the subscribers of the equipment uh, Jason right now the uh, you know, one of the one of the concerns certainly at the MLB level is the data on a particular individual, you know, becoming public. So mm -hmm. our, our plan is, is more to collect the data without a name. So it would be, uh, you know, height, weight, age, you know, righty, lefty, and compile the data in that for in that, in that manner. Um, and find different ways to use it in, in that regard. So that uh, you know, I don't know, maybe it maybe it's uh, available for uh, certain training institutes. Um, they can compare people by size, weight, age, righty, lefty, that sort of thing. <clears throat> and it could also be used uh, perhaps in games, in certain baseball uh, video games. So those are that's kind of where we're going with the data. The, the teams, even at the college level, <clears throat> they're concerned that you know they don't want people to know their data. Uh, and, uh, and, and let me add one, one other thing about about our system that is that is just slightly different that I uh, inadvertently left out. Our data um, shows up in you know three to five seconds. So I know obviously with with TrackMan it, it takes a day or two to get it, and one of our competitors takes about ten seconds. In in the bullpen session, the pitcher throws anywhere between seven and every nine seconds. So being able to have our, our data, which is another differentiator, is, is the data. The pitching coach is standing by the pitcher. He's got the tablet. He doesn't want the pitcher to lose his rhythm. He can see the pitches in between the actual pitches being thrown and kind of see what's going on. So that's sort of another advantage, you know, that we have is the speed at which the data fills the tablet. Uh, guys, I was wondering, obviously, one question here. Talk about all the benefits of it, and obviously it's a great product that we did get to use. But what are some of the areas of opportunity right now? What are you looking to improve or implement? You mentioned some of your competitors doing things better. So, Steve, what what are you guys currently working on uh, to make sure that you are the cutting edge? Well, two, I'd say two two things I get asked about quite a bit. Um, first of all, our ball off bat. Um, you know, that we can, we can apply the same more advanced stereo imaging technology to ball off bat. There are some products that do ball off bat at this point, um, but I don't think they do them particularly well. So that's one place that, that we talked about going in the future. And another place is incorporating, incorporating video like such that, um, whoever is using the information, like for example, a pitching coach could actually see the pitcher's motion, you know, the pitcher, like here's the data on the pitch and here's how the pitch was spinning. Let's look at 
the pitcher throwing the ball. And I guess you could do that in a, in a slightly clunky way now by just like, you know, hand taking video and then syncing it together. But, uh, potential customers said they, they would like if they could get it in all one package where like, you know, here's pitch one and the pitcher throws it and then you look at the numbers. Here's pitch two, the pitcher throws it and you look at the video and all the numbers. So when I think of where we're going, you know, in the kind of immediate future, I would think one of those two directions would be uh, places we might, we might start, you know, in, in advancing what we do. Greg, anything on your end in terms of, uh, areas of opportunity that you're trying to improve upon right now? Yeah, I think just on the second, yeah, I'll add two things. First, uh, we are um, reducing the weight and physical size of our current device and that we will have a, um, a unit at the winter meetings for people to see. So we're making it a little smaller, oh, nice. a little lighter. Even though it the, the, the most of the customers are really not been concerned with the size and weight. It, it is big and 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 shipping it, et cetera. So anyway, uh, on the second part, we we've done initial research on adding a third camera that points at the picture. Going back to Steve's point, so the device as you all have seen is you pointed out you know, out near home plate. We would we've tested adding a third camera so that we pick up the release point, everything about the picture simultaneously, and we would combine combine that software. So. That's uh, just a little bit more on what Steve was pointing out. Very cool. Um, now, as far as a dream implementation, would it be more of a top-down where major league teams get bought in, then they uh, then they go to minor league teams, college, and high school? Or is there maybe something from the bottom up where you're trying to get into some high school or little league situations and then moving up from there? Greg, what do you think is the best implementation for you guys? Well, we've started at the top of the pyramid. So we've started with MLB uh, and uh, and then we, we've started calling on universities. We have Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. It's the first uh, university uh, to, have the, to have the system. Steve's got calls, uh, one of our other individuals. We have a few more calls. So we're starting now to dip our toe into the at the university level, continue to work at the MLB level. But you're right. I mean, I think the dream implementation at MLB level would be uh, having one of these at every – in every minor league affiliate and, and as well as in the Dominican. So each, you know, each team could have, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 units uh, at the MLB level. And then we'll, we'll drop down and, and work the university level and then the club and club and high school levels. So um, we've started the MLB level and we'll come down. Not going to lie as a, um, as a Tigers fan, I'm glad that, Old Dominion didn't have a system set up years ago, or else Justin Verlander might have gone as the number one pick instead of Matt Bush. So <laughs> thankfully, you guys are just now getting over there, and you didn't have all the data set up because then teams would not have been able to pass on Verlander. Uh, Jason, you got anything right now? Uh, no, other than please hit up UCF baseball program. Um, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a great possibility, Jason. Because one place you know I've spent. I've spent half my life since I was hired in March in Arizona and Florida. So UCF is a, is a real strong possibility for a demo uh, sometime soon because I'm in Florida most of the time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you, have my, you have my alumni endorsement. Um, if they need to speak to somebody, tell them that you've worked out an alumni and uh, alumnus and he has, uh, he's verified the system. And that'd be great. Uh, so anything to help out my alma mater. 
Florida, cool. yeah, Florida, cool. Florida, Texas, and California. If you get if you get footholds in in those three areas, I think that's a, obviously a great place to be, given how they can have baseball yeah, year those round. Are rough, those are rough assignments, Greg. I think you need to send Steve to North Dakota or something. <laughs> I mean, Florida and Arizona. Yeah. No, no, no. I hear, I hear University of North Dakota is looking at this, so let's go yeah. ahead and send them that way. Get them in Montana. Wait until January tenth for that. <laughs> what, there's, what we're deep into winter. Yeah, the Montana, perfect. Idaho, North Dakota, both Dakotas in the uh, December, January region. That'll be perfect. Greg, oh, okay. are any any other products that you guys are working on to either um, enhance the 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 current system uh, for pitch tracking, or just anything independent, anything working on the hitting side? What else have you guys got going at Yakertech right now, or are you just focusing on making this uh, already strong product the best it can be? We have a. Um on the data side, because because at the end of the day, what we're what we're providing is data, oh, right? Yeah. Solid information, accurate information about. So we're, we're we're looking at different tools to make it easier for the for the pitching coach to use. So we have we're currently analyzing the various pitch types, and we're going to create a sort of like a range of what is a good two seam fastball, what is a good curveball, what should the numbers show and allow the pitching coach and pitcher to click on you know, different aspects of the data, arrange it in different ways, uh, so that when, when, you know, when, you're, when you're working with a young person to improve a physical movement, it's, it's helpful for them, uh, very, very helpful for them, and ultimately for the coach, to get a faster improvement of performance, you need to see what is good. So for example, let's say he just threw 10 curveballs, and two or three of them are really, really good. And the other seven or eight were not that good. Well, if he could immediately see what the data showed on those two or three good ones. So now he knows that he can throw a really, really good one. Now he, now he has something to, to shoot for each time when he's working out with the system. He knows where he, where he needs to get to. So then they can build different training programs around that. So it's basically producing the data in a way that makes it easier for both the pitching coach and pitcher to see what they need to do which we believe ultimately will lead to faster improvement. And guys, I think in addition to obviously the 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 size, which yeah, obviously you know it take a little bit to ship, but for what it offers, uh, was certainly not cumbersome. Um, and the data that was available on the on the uh, iPad that we were looking at as we were doing it was just really incredible. So I want to wrap up getting final thoughts from both of you. I'll start with Steve. Anything that we haven't covered here that you wanted to make sure people know about Yakertech? Well, you know, in what we were just talking about here, uh, to me, a, a kind of a, a more pie in the sky thing is, you know, how Greg, in the beginning of our, when we started here, Greg said how golfers uh, know all their numbers, you know, they know what they should be hitting. I always think to myself, maybe there could be a day when a bullpen, when a, when a reliever warms up in the bullpen and you know how guys say, okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be another level of, of I'm ready, you know, a guy really has his, his, his fastball tuned in and his curveball tuned in and his slider tuned in. And he knows when he, when he, when he trots onto the field that he has everything, you know, all set to go. Or, or maybe a, he doesn't. And then they say, Hey, you can keep, you can keep warming up for another inning and, and we'll, exactly. we'll bring in somebody else, somebody like that. So that could be really helpful on both ends of it. Yep. 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 I just don't have my stuff today, you know? Um, so yeah, that's that's all I'll add. Greg, any final thoughts that you want to make sure people know about Yakertech? I think the the thing would be is we're committed to 
continue to provide the highest quality data and making sure that our system produces the most accurate information. You know, the, the understanding whether that fastball moved to two and a half inches or one and a half inches, as you guys know, is a world of difference, you know, in baseball where the ball is an inch in a different spot, it d- determines a, you know, a triple or a, or a fly out. So mm-hmm. I think just mm-hmm. making sure we stay at the top of the top of the heap and providing quality data so that we are considered the most effective tool to help pitching coaches and pitchers. That sounds great, guys. I really appreciate you guys being on. People can follow you guys on Twitter at Yacker Baseball uh, to stay up to date with things out there. I know, uh, Steve and Greg, do you guys have personal Twitters? No, I do not. Steve? Yeah, me neither. Sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, no, no, no problem. No problem. Like I said, Yacker Baseball, people can follow you there. Just wanted to see if you guys had personal ones of other folks wanting to follow. Jason, anything else you got here or, or are we all set? Uh, we're all set. Really appreciate you guys coming on and talking about the product. Like I said, had a uh, had a great time trying it out and seeing it uh, seeing it firsthand. Uh, the the visuals were great, and like I said, I think Steve, the example you used about the bullpen, the coach being able to look at it and say, "Yeah, you know, Colette's not ready." I can definitely see it here. It would be now that, especially now that uh, iPads are allowed in the in into the dugouts by baseball. Exactly, it, it's really. It's, it's that next level instead of the bullpen phone of picking it up. Is he ready? Uh, you know, no, we can see it and uh, and go from there. Just next uh, next level stuff. Yeah, I also want to yep. echo the thanks uh, for being on, guys. Talk about it and letting Jason and I use it. I really hadn't gotten my slider going yet. I was about to take over and and be dominant, but uh, next year, Steve, bring it back out. My well, entire you're you're very hit. tall and thin, and I expect you'll fill out and like add a few miles per hour. So. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Paul, 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 fill out. I don't know. I don't know. He yeah, just has Steve to prob- hit the 45 year old man ga- outgassed him. That's all. Yes. Yeah, St- Steve probably <laughs> thinks I'm much younger than I am. Now, I'm not, there's no <laughs> filling out at this point. Uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate y'all being on. Thank you okay. very much. Thanks, Take care, guys. Yep. Thank you.